What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Russ, uh, the other day I got a call from one of our clients, a friend of mine, and he said, man, I just don't have a system. Because I was putting him on the spot. I was like, okay, tell me, how are you creating passive income from your active income? How are you turning those things into financial freedom? What's mm. your system? And he was like, I have no system. And it, it was one of those moments where I was like, wait a minute, this guy knows better. He should understand this. But this is another way of saying, I feel behind. Right. I mean, can you resonate with that? Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for that, right? That regardless of how much income that you've made, right? Regardless of how much money you've potentially saved in different accounts, it tends to come out that I feel behind. I'm not where I want to be. There's something that I've wanted to accomplish that I've fallen short of. And we have this discontentment in that scenario. And when you ask a question like that, well, do you have a system that's helping you take this active income that you've created and turn it into passive income that would give you the freedom to enjoy most of the time, the answer is no. And I do think that that's the reason people feel behind. I do think that that's the reason why people want to get involved in our different mastermind groups because they want to be connected to people who are doing that, who are actively pursuing it. I, I had a conversation today, Joey, with one of my, my friends, and we were having, we were talking about the passive income mastermind. And I said, here's the, here's the thing. We pursue so much in our life that is urgent, but oftentimes neglect the important. And health is something that we do with that, right? We don't, we don't eat properly. We don't go see the doctor. We don't, you know, don't exercise the way we should. And it's just because, man, there's always a reason why we can't go to the gym or why we can't do the thing. The same thing's true with wealth, right? We don't pursue building a generational plan for a hundred years because it's important and it's just not urgent, right? There's a That's lot right. of things that are standing between us and that day. And we go, well, someday I'll do it. Well, and what, what it does, Russ, is it rears its head in questions like, should I invest in this mutual fund? Should I invest in this little shiny object over here someone just threw at me? Like when you don't have a plan and you don't know what the, the end goal is, you feel behind. So you start looking at, whatever possible places you could park money thinking that's going to be the savior that's going to get you out of that feeling. Well, when you don't have a plan, Joey, you're doing everything on emotion. Tell me a financial decision you've ever made emotionally that turned out well. I can't. Right. I mean, that's the thing is that when you don't have a plan, you don't have a system to help you actually process 
what you're trying to accomplish and write it down and then actually ask and run it by other people who've done the thing that you're trying to do, you end up, yes, chasing shiny objects, investing in things for the purpose of investing, but yet without really an understanding of what the outcome should be. That's right. That's right. Well, there, there's tons of nuggets in today's podcast. The coaches brought the heat on what's defining the problem. Like, let's define the problem that's facing you right now. Talk about the things that you've tried so far. And then finally, come up with the actual solution. And I don't think you're going to want to miss this. If, it, if not for you, maybe it's one of your friends or your coworkers that needs some help in this matter. And you know those conversations at the water cooler, at the family gatherings, whatever, this is your opportunity to give back to them. Let's not take any more away from this, Russ. Let's go ahead and pull up to the table and belly up. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, Don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them, and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy, mostly because like a follow-through guy just didn't sound so cool to me. Well, enough about me for a second. Let me introduce you to my co-host, my partner, the Italian Stallion. He's got the license plate cover to prove it, Mr. Joy Murray Stallion. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Russ. So glad to be here. Today's topic, I feel behind financially. What do I do? I mean, how common is this question, right? I mean, all of the marketing, all of the messaging in the financial world would have you believe that you have this insurmountable task ahead of you that there's this massive amount of pressure on you to provide for your financial future, but you have literally no education. The only solution that they provide is just give me your money and we'll, ma- we'll manage it for you. Mm. Uh, man, I-, I can't wait to just demolish this podcast today. Mm. Demolish it. Now, you, you, not the podcast, the the typical method used by those on Wall Street, the dark side. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thankfully, we have the dream team of financial coaches here to join us to help us unravel the mystery that is financial freedom and help those who feel behind financially know exactly what to do. So to our left, I got Mr. Incredible, his superpower is speed to financial freedom, and the real beauty to that speed is it's contagious. My man, J.D. Hill. Say hello to your fans, J.D. Hey, fans. Russell, it is, it's good to be back. Um, it Thank is you, good to be back. Thank you. I, I, um, it's, uh, I, I miss y'all. You know, I came back with some new um, accountant glasses. 
uh, is what I'll call them. Uh, definitely. These are, uh, accountant glasses. Uh, I came back with some markings on my face, which is a story for another day. And, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to, to talk about this topic. I think it's relevant, right? So I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. So there was a movie with Ben Affleck called the accountant. Are you there alluding was. to something here? Uh, <laughs> No, I just, it, look, I, I get, I look like a serial killer. I look like an accountant. So I wanted to say I like an accountant because I'm a nice guy. I'm a gentle guy. No, you, you look way too good for that. But let's, let's hold up for just a second. People have a question. I feel behind financially. What do I do? Why is this important for us to talk about? Look, I think it's important to talk about one because it's relevant to the times that we're in. Uh, people probably feel behind financially right now. And if, if you don't have clarity, uh, it's easy to respond emotionally in, in, uh, uh situations like this. Uh, have you seen the movie too fast, too furious with Tyrese? Uh, there's a scene in there where he, he says ejecto cito. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's what a lot of people want to do right now when they feel behind financially is just hit the eject button. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And and had hit the easy button to get to the ejecto button. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, let, let's let's bring another one of our friends into the conversation. A true financial Sherlock mm -hmm. Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I would have only known him earlier, I would have been so much richer, said everybody. Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. Nice to see Ern. It's nice to be seen. Hey, two points to JD for, and two points to anyone for any Fast and Furious reference, because that is, <laughs> that takes skill. <laughs> what, for watching it or for remembering what you saw? Both. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you know, everybody's got their own genre. Mine was more in the 90s with, you know, stupid uh, rom-com humor, but I, I guess JD's into cars and people in tank tops, you know? <laughs> Earn. I feel behind financially. What do I do? Why is that important? Well, it's interesting. I, I have the privilege of sitting on these meetings and I hear people who are 25 years old and I hear people who are 63 years old express the same sentiment. Mm. And I think, well, what in the world are we, what are we thinking about? Who is, who is telling you you're behind? How do you know for sure? But that, that thought prevails across multiple, multiple generations. Totally. A hundred percent on that. All right. Let, let's bring in the last coach, Mr. Catch me if you can, the retiree when he's not killing bears with his bare hands or spear diving for tuna, he's dropping gold nuggets right here. The one and only Mark Haraguchi. Welcome Mark. Good afternoon, everyone. You know, my, my only recollection of fast and furious is, uh, you know, every, every one line that ludicrous has. Woo. <laughs> no matter what he found a way to squeeze that into every time he's on screen so i mean that's consistency which is the hallmark of a champion which you know if, if we're trying to figure out how are we doing right are, are, are we behind are we ahead are we in the pack are we winning are we losing um i, I think this is important because you you kind of need to ask yourself well compared to what you know who are you comparing yourself to and are you comparing yourself to something that's really not a W that you want to have. Um, there's way too many people comparing themselves to what they see on TV and feeling like they're not winning based on what the Kardashians are up to or, you know, whoever the latest, uh, you know, hit pieces on that. And so let's get back to what's really important. You know, 
what do you want? What is, right. what is your vision of a W? Ooh, that's so good. I, I was on a call with, I think it was you, Mark, the other day, and the person who had called in was sharing with us why this very thing was so important. And it's someday. Have you ever said that statement to yourself? Someday I'm going to be in a position where I can quit my job. Someday I'm going to be in a position where I can spend more time with my family. Someday I'm not going to have to ask my boss to go on vacation. Someday. I think that's become the default approach. And it has created this question that I feel financially behind because I've gone through the default mode for so long and I'm trying to come out of it. I'm trying to figure out what is the next step. And I look and I say, man, so much time has passed. And when can my someday be today? And I, I hope that we're going to be able to cover that for you as we, we break down, one, the problem. I think the problem, if you understand the problem, you'll know what to do. Also, I think we need to, to understand that a lot of people have tried different things and whether it worked or not, right? And thirdly, what is the solution? What are the solutions that we are applying personally, but also what are the solutions that we're seeing others within our inner circle, within our passive income mastermind, applying on a daily basis that has them saying, I am financially free. I am there today. Today is my someday. Joey, I heard this the other, other day and I, it was in regards to health that, that we live in a, in a world of fake health. We're absent of disease, but full of, full of symptoms, right? Full of aches and pains and, you know, dizziness and things that just don't seem right, right? You don't know if you're hurt or just sore. <laughs> Maybe that's just me after a day at the gym. I, I think though, man, we're living in a world of fake wealth as well, right? There's so many that have not ventured out to try things on their own. So they're maybe they're absent of all the potential failures, right? Or experiences, but they're full of all the, the, the missed opportunities full of the wish I would have. Well, I, I kind of disagree with you. I think the fake wealth that we are seeing in our, in our lifetime, and I'm sure it was in generations before us, is that we're looking at the wrong set of rules and the wrong goal, right? Okay. Is the goal to accumulate a mountain of cash that will eventually be there that I can then just spend down and hope that it's enough. In fact, just the other day, um, I had a friend of mine and he said, man, I'm going to get into financial coaching. I just wanted to let you know, I respect you, so on and so forth. I was like, man, that's great. What are you going to teach? Like, what's your format going to be? And I wish I had this pulled up. I don't have it pulled up, but just from memory, he went down the same tired list that you've heard over and over. 401k, Roth IRAs, debt snowball, like pay down your house and all these things, like all these things, 529 plans and saving enough for retirement, all these, these are the wrong set of rules. 
These are a distraction. They are things that make you feel like you're getting somewhere until one day you wake up and you realize the actual goal is for something to be coming in to cover my expenses that I don't have to actively work for. And all those other things have kept you distracted from that one simple goal. That's fake wealth. Either you feel really good because you're checking off these boxes or you feel really bad because I could never get to this insurmountable mountain of cash that everybody says that I need to save. That to me is fake wealth. Hey, just real quickly, I, how did you respond to your friend? I mean, I think everybody's interested. What would Joey say? <laughs> well, I said, man, I, you know, I applaud you for wanting to help others, but I asked a really simple question. How has this helped you become financially free? Oh, I'm sure he's just, I mean, he couldn't stop talking. It, there was no answer to that. He just answered some of the other things that were not asked questions. But what he did is it, what I did is I said, man, I can tell you, I had those same experiences. Like I had the same thoughts, like that was what success looked like. But what I found is it's a lie. Mm. Retirement's a lie. All of these things are complete yeah. distraction. Debt, debt freedom is financial freedom is a lie. Exactly. Exactly. And I just said, the only thing that works, in my opinion, is you have to participate in the sport and you have to create passive income that exceeds your monthly expenses, which can be done to give hope and credence to our topic today in a relatively short amount of time. If I just focus and I get momentum in the right direction. I mean, how many people in our community and coaches, I think we should let you in on this conversation here because this is not a Russ and Joey show. How many people have you personally seen implement once they get clear on this and then get momentum in the right direction, get there in a year, two, three years. It's yeah. never this 30 or 40 year goal, right? I mean, what can you speak to that? Earn? Well, is it okay, Joey? Because I don't want to get out of turn here. Oh, I mean, can, can whatever we, you want to do. Can we, I, I would like to go to JD first. And I'd like oh. to ask JD, if we were defining the problem, right? There's three steps to this today that we got to stay, keep Joey organized. He always wants to skip to the end, right? Like I always want to eat his dessert first, bro. We got to start with the protein, Come get on. our vegetables, then get our carbs, and then you can have your dessert. But let's start with the problem. JD, what's the problem? The problem, the way I see it, is people lack clarity of vision. They lack clarity of a goal. You know, when we're working with folks, one of the things that we take people through is an exercise called the right next thing. And the first thing on the right next thing is a strategy or a plan. And there's varying degrees of where you would grade out on that from a, a D all the way to an A. But the first part of that is you got to have a goal. You got to have a, pl a plan for what you're going after. And if you can't define that, then it's so easy when outside things change for you to feel behind or for you to feel like you just lost progress. But if you have a no measurable uh, in mark on what you're going towards, uh, how do you really know if that's, if that's actually the case? So I think, mm -hmm. I think the problem is that people just lack clarity uh, and, and they lack vision because they haven't defined it yet for what they want for themselves. Mark, what would you say to the problem? You know, uh, yeah, this, um, 
bumped bumped into a friend years ago, hadn't hadn't seen her in ages, and just through conversation, you know, she was super successful, had achieved, you know, lots of, you know, letters after her name, uh, very highly, quote, educated, had a very good job, had a very good, quote, income, had a reasonably good life, right? Everything was going fine, but felt like something was missing. And so in just talking and sharing what I was doing, what Wealth Without Wall Street was doing, she became connected and that opened up her eyes and helped her see, wow, what, what really was the problem? What was the thing that was holding her back? Why did she feel like she was just kind of spinning her wheels? Because by all accounts, she should have been, if you look at it, um, not behind financially because all the metrics were there. But when we actually started uncovering it and digging deeper, it wasn't a numerical value of being financially behind. It was a holistic approach of what she actually wanted. And that gave her the clarity and the purpose and then just the exposure to find other avenues. And she was able to step away from that, that previous quote, life and trajectory. And now the whole question of, you know, well, how do you feel financially? Do you feel like you're behind that? That's not even a question because she's living such a, a fuller and more healthy life on her own terms that I, I think sometimes people will get stuck on this, this, you know, I feel behind financially as like, Oh, I'm, I'm not making enough money. I don't have enough numerical success, but making more money isn't necessarily going to make you financially successful. And maybe figuring out what it is that you actually want is going to help you realize maybe you don't need all that other stuff, or maybe you don't actually want it is probably the, the better way to put it. I want it. Hmm. I love that. Earn. <laughs> well, I like what JD said. Ultimately, JD's talking about an internal problem. What is the problem? Why do you feel behind is, is because you, you lack clarity of an internal problem of, of just not knowing. But I think that there's actually a maybe a larger external problem that contributes to most people getting that feeling uh, and having lack of clarity. And I, I think it's what Joey, Joey, I'm man, well done. The first thing you said on this podcast is that most people are are faced or propose that they've faced this insurmountable task of of creating enough for their future. And I think that's actually on purpose. We tell people that the formula for financial freedom is easy, but to work to accomplish it is hard. Wall Street would pe- would tell people that the formula is, the formula is really hard, and so they'll make the work really easy for you. <laughs> Here's this insurmountable task, but don't worry, I'll make it super easy for you. What a great Give point! That's so good. That's the silent overwhelm there, Earth. <laughs> they the, the experts. Wall Street is not a small deal because they're they're not a small deal. They're a big deal because they're good. That's going right. on the ground. That was bring serious. it, bring yeah. it. Well, well, what? So what is that? What does that translate to? Is is I'll take the easy button. You're telling me all I have to do is give you my money and you'll you'll take care of me. And then and then we say I feel behind. I I lack vision and clarity of what I want to accomplish. Could it be because you're not putting yourself in the driver's seat? You're not the owner of that, of that destination. You've yeah. given it up to someone else. First and foremost, it, the problem is, do you feel behind <laughs> because you're not even in the game? Mm. The Russ, I remember my dad specifically say to me, Joey, 
you got to go to college. I don't want you to end up like me. And you know what my dad was saying is in order for things to change, things have to change. You can't end up just like me. Well, I think, I mean, we, we, as parents, sometimes we take on the burden thinking about our kids and, and how we want something better for them. And we want to know what will their future look like if I don't take action, if I don't do something different. See, in my house, I'm the role model. You're your kid's role model. And the buck stops with you. It's time to take action. If you're ready to take action, join us at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport and get started on your own journey to financial freedom. All right, let's jump back into this episode. Well, because what happens, right? When you have no clarity, JD, to your point earlier, does that create lots of momentum or lack of momentum? It creates zero momentum. Yeah. Because how can you you build momentum? When you got one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake, right? You... You're going nowhere, but you're revving up the ends and creating problems. That's why people feel behind financially, right? They feel the stress of everything happening because they want to go, but they're not going. We were we were in the desert riding the other day, UTVs, and I asked the guy, one of the guys, a question. We got out in the, out in the middle. I said, "Hey, tell me about an interesting story. Something happened, you know." while you guys were out here and he said, man, I remember this one lady, uh, she, she was helping the driver with the gas pedal. And I was like, what do you mean? He says she was so scared. She was pushing down on the floorboard, you know, as they were going around a corner and she started pushing the gas and he said, I could hear it just revving up. (laughs) And he's like, they just went right out in the middle of the desert, right into the middle of a cactus. And it just made me think about like, People are so panicked, right? They're pushing the wrong buttons. They don't know what to do and they need help to get out of it. And our friend, Mark Podolsky, he loves to say that the problem is solo economic dependency. Are you dependent upon only your ability to create the wage? Many of us would say, yeah, that's me. Well, I think that that's why you feel behind financially, because you you want to go on vacation, but when you leave, there's nobody there to make the income. You come back, you got to start all over again. You're trying to solve all the problems by yourself. You have not considered how can you create streams of income where others can help you create the income to exceed your monthly expenses. I think that that's part of the problem, Stallion. But people have tried lots of things. and I'd, I'd love to hear some of the things that you guys have heard and talked about. Joe, you want to be first to, to talk about what people have tried and how's it worked out? So I would say there's two things that stick out to me. We've heard, all, heard them all, right? We've heard them all. But two things that stand, stand out to me. One's offensive, one's defensive. Both are really bad. Okay. Offensively, someone gets fired up about this idea, man, I need to, I need to do something to create financial freedom or, you know, get out of this situation that I'm in, get ahead financially. And they don't know what kind of investor they are. So they just say, man, the only thing I know, go buy a rental property. They have no education. They go find a realtor. 
the same realtor that helped them buy their current house, right? Their primary house. And they say, Hey, I want to start investing in real estate. And they don't have the proper systems in place. They don't do any of those things. They buy that rental property and they start getting an education. Hmm. And they realize that they're making very little cash flow and they have to deal with tenant issues. They don't have a management company in place, all these things. And they give up because they didn't start strong. They didn't start with a plan. They just said, well, let me just try something. Now, hats off that you tried something. Right. And I don't want to just poo-poo on people taking ambition and trying to do something, but man, having a, a, a team of people around you, advisors, education, you cannot devalue that in this game of money and finance, right? The second thing I see people defensively, people don't know what to do with cash. And so they just take mindless uh, direction from people like Dave Ramsey and they start paying off their house. Well, I'd rather just save the interest. At least I could save interest. It's I, I could just pay this money down into a place that I own and control. And then nobody can take this house from me if I have it paid off. I mean, these are the things that people are saying, right? Well, don't and all the ideas. I keep asking you for, for one piece of information. You, you, well, you, I, you I'm just saying. <laughs> You don't, you don't get any closer to financial freedom by paying off your house. In fact, you never get there because you end up getting the, the moving, you know, uh, bug and you sell your house and buy the next one and you, you start over again. So mm. that offense and defense, that's, that's my two. Offense and defense. Okay. Ern, did he leave you anything to talk about there? What, what have you seen people try? <laughs> I think Joey literally covered it all. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. But actually, well, so I don't know if I have anything uh, tactical to add, but I did have a a phone call conversation with a friend of mine that I think just it it, kind of illuminated something in my mind that I'd share with you is uh, just a lot of our friends are are having kids and going through a decision to make of, uh, well, do do we want mom to stay home or is mom going to continue to work? And and so people who, who might be feeling behind financially or, or their plan to get ahead is uh, they think that they're going to live their life one quarter mile at a time. Mm. You like that, JD? <laughs> they, they think they're just going to, they're, they're just going to arrive just on time, right? They're not shooting for most. They're, they're making that decision. Should I'm trading time for money. Should my wife continue trading time for more money? That's, that's, that's the option on the table. I feel behind. So what if people tried? Well, we're just going to trade all of our time for money, not even considering the alternative, which is what if you got your money? Uh, what if you were able to trade your money for time and mm-hmm. and get ahead, get there much sooner, much faster? Uh, we're talking about stories where we've seen people do this inside of one year. Amazing. Uh, so that, that's what I would add. Just just talking with him, he's he's working through that decision right now just made me think, well, man, have you thought about this? What if there was a third way? And it was actually the, the thing that could get you ahead. That'd be my thoughts. Okay. We'll come, we'll come and find out what that third thing is in a second as we get to the solution. But I want to, I want to hear more about the problem. What are you seeing people do, Mark? What are some of those ways that people are trying to solve this that may or may not be working out so well? So, as I, was, as I was thinking about this, you know, I had a whole list of things that people have done, you know, cutting expenses, working extra, 
Uh, and then I, I remembered recycling bottles and cans. So you guys are going <laughs> to love this story. No. So on the airplane, you are given, you know, cans of soda, cans of beer and whatnot. And this one uh, entrepreneurial pilot decided, you know, what would be a great idea. What if rather than the flight tents putting all those cans in the trash, what if I just went and filtered them out and put them into a garbage bag, kept them, and then took them home so I could recycle them for five cents a can? Now, very entrepreneurial. Um, again, this is this is a person flying a commercial airline. So interesting. Um, but hey, you know what? Great ideas sometimes come uh, when you're flying airplanes. Problem was, this great idea ended up backfiring because as all these cans are being loaded into this bag and held inside of the cockpit, mind you, uh, some of those cans were alcoholic cans. And one of the cans slipped out of the garbage bag and was jostled onto the side, unbeknownst to anyone. So the crew leaves, new crew comes in, and an FAA inspector shows up, takes a look, one look in the cockpit and says, what's that beer can doing in the corner? Oh, no. So maybe uh, Pennywise Pound Foolish. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, needless to say, that flight was delayed just a bit while they uh, sorted it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joey, when we were first starting this process of starting to seek out streams of income, I remember going to a conference. It was in Deer Valley, Utah, middle of the summer, which, by the way, when I go to Deer Valley, I want it to be in the middle of the winter. Right? It better I, be I cold. Be those, yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to be on some slope cold. somewhere. I, I walked on those slopes, not nearly as fun. And I was seeking passive income. The, the conference was an alternative investment conference. And I just, I just, had broke free of the Wall Street model, right? We had left the financial firm that we had been with where every day we walked in, they had the ticker, you know, uh, as soon as you walked in the office, it was like little mini Wall Street in Birmingham, Alabama. We, we broke out of there grateful and got an opportunity to go to a conference. It was alternative investing. And I was thinking, man, this is it. Here's, the, here's our path. And you hear these strategies and they they were tickling the ear, right? Like they were they were appealing in nature. There were so many ideas that we had not considered as options. But a short time passed after that conference where we participated in a couple of those ideas. And what I found out now looking back, that many of those ideas, Stallion, were nothing more than Wall Street just repackaged in another thing. They were all about the future, right? All about the, hey, here's a different way to create an, you know, a return. But they were not monthly passive income streams, streams that were that we could see whether or not they were working on a regular basis. They were all about what's going to happen in the future, and this is not tied to the traditional things. And I think that that's what people try, and they get to a point where they say, well, man, I thought I was getting out of Wall Street. I thought I was following this approach, but I still feel behind financially. Mm -hmm. All right, now, Ern, second go, you were kind of alluding to the solution. So I want to come back to that. What is the solution? How do I get ahead financially? How do I avoid that fear and regret of feeling behind? 
Well, I think the first step is to is to gain ownership. Is to say I'm gonna I'm gonna take responsibility for this, and I'm gonna seek out solutions. And then there's some education that's needed. First of all, what is what is the formula? <laughs> How do I accomplish this? And, and we tell people all the time the formula is easy. It's when your passive income exceeds your monthly expenses, you are ahead financially, because you do you do not have have to hmm. go to work for money. You can stop if you want to. You could use that passive income to continue growing it. You could use it to invest in your kids. You could use it to give charitably. You can do whatever you want with it. So gain, gain some insight into what is the formula and then get some equipping on, on who you are as an investor. Uh, grow your investor IQ so that you can discern what assets fit and then surround yourself with other people who are doing similar things as you and might be a little bit ahead of you and get a mentor in each of those areas that you need insight, that you don't have experience far from the experiences of others and get started. One of the, one of the parts of the Becoming Your Own Banker book that I love that Nelson Nash talks about, and he's talking specifically about the infinite banking concept, but I think it applies here, is he says, above all else, get started now. Because the longer you wait, the more you have penalized yourself. And so I think if the, if there's one thing, get started. Say I'm gonna I'm gonna own this thing and get started. Hmm, love that. How about for you, Mark? What do you think the solution is? Stop comparing yourself to other people. Um, you need to figure out just like we've said here, what are you actually trying to achieve and Feeling behind financially is not, uh, you know, I make $50,000 a year problem or I make $100,000 a year problem or I make a million dollars a year problem. I just, I just spoke to a, a gentleman today who is pulling in over a million net on his, his business deal, which to many of us would be like, wow, it sounds like you've got a great measure of success. He seems like you're doing quite well financially. But this guy had single point failure. He only had that system going. And so he wanted more. So it doesn't matter where you feel you are or where you're comparing yourself on a spectrum, which I think you shouldn't even be comparing yourself on because your goal is your goal. Your financial success is yours. It's not mine. It's not Russ's. It's not Joey, JD, or Ernie. It's yours. And whatever that is, let's figure that out because you should only be judging yourself against yourself. Don't compare yourself to other people. It's, it's no fun and it's a waste of time. That would be my suggestion for a solution. How about for you, JD? Um, well, you skipped me uh, on the, the second part. It's totally fine. Oh, hey, look, if you want to give the problem and the solution, it's like it's like round two of the draft here, man. You're the dead last pick. You get to go back to back. Right. We I'm got like, a snake I'm like, draft going here. Got a snake draft going. I was just saying, you know, what people tried. I think some of the things that people have tried is, is uh, you know, taking risks that they shouldn't take, uh, you know, and you feel behind financially. Uh, but what's the solution? Uh, I think the, the you know, Ernie had alluded to this, Mark has alluded to this, and, and that is, is that, look, if you want um, what other people, if you don't want what other people have, then don't do what other people are doing. And oftentimes we tend to take advice from people who aren't winning, 
right? And so why would we continue to do that, right? If we see other people that feel behind financial, if we see other people who aren't winning and achieving financial freedom, um, then then why are uh, why are we listening or going to them for those the, the, for, for 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 financial advice? Uh, and so invest in yourself, I think is a, is a big, like if I only had like five or $10,000 right now, what I'd be doing is investing in myself. What can I do to enhance my knowledge and skill sets around all of these topics that we're talking about? Cause that's the only way that you're going to win. You got to be able to invest in yourself. So I think that's a, that's the solution that I would say is, is invest in yourself. I think the solution is all the same things that these coaches have mentioned, but being in a place where you're surrounded by other people on the same journey. Uh, we've, we've said this on a lot of our podcasts, obviously, but the inner circle is the place where these things happen and they happen in an organized fashion. Um, JD mentioned the right next thing framework. If you haven't already, if you're already in our community and you haven't been through that, raise your hand because this is something we've implemented this year that has been a game changer giving people the structure of, man, where am I deficient right now that I can push the ball forward in strategies and planning in infinite banking in passive income in tax strategy and in like the estate and wills um, area, right? If I can get those things above the line, I can see the progress. If I can see the progress, how do, how does that make me feel? I don't feel as behind as I did before I took this right next thing framework, right? Now I'm making, I'm making steps in the right direction and you're surrounded by people who can help you get there faster. The inner circle, if you've not been on there, please jump on a call with one of these guys. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash free call and talk to them about your right next thing and see if the inner circle is the best fit for you. Well, I would say that is one of the things early on in strategy and planning as we're going through the process is, are you a part of a money mastermind, right? And the inner circle is one of those. The passive income mastermind is another one. Being around other people seeking the same thing is super important. I think that's the solution. That's also the problem, right? that we don't have people in our sphere that are seeking that. So the solution is that we find a group of people who are, or people that are seeking things that are not equal to what we want, right? Sometimes people are seeking debt freedom and that's who we're around. And so we say, oh, that must be my goal too, right? That's the mark of success. We're finding ways to do things that are not necessarily align with our goals. We start investing in 401ks because everyone around us are investing in 401ks. But they're not getting us any closer to financial freedom because the money's not accessible. Neither is the debt that we've paid down. Not that any of those things are bad in of themselves, but is that the first thing that I should do? Is that the fastest path to becoming financially free? Today's topic was good. Thank you, gentlemen, for, for your feedback. If you have that question and you need an answer, you need somebody to run it by, take Joey up on that offer to go to wealthwallstreet.com forward slash free call. We also have a financial freedom analyzer can help you understand where you are in relationship to that. One of the coaches can share that with you and we can help you get closer to understanding where you are in relationship to where you want to be 
and then see if it's the right fit to get you into a group, into a money mastermind of other people doing that. Now, speaking of that money mastermind, gentlemen, we got to jump in there. This is when office hours start. This is when we start asking questions. This is where masterminding is accelerated with all these people. Everyone, thank you for listening. If you haven't already taken time, please rate and review the show. We'd love to hear from you. This is also how we beat the big tech algorithm. Do not miss the opportunity to share this with friends because they too need to know what you know, and we would love to be introduced to them. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.